Welcome to Digging Into the Pet Industry, the podcast helping you navigate and learn about the $100 billion pet industry. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Nancy Hassel, and this podcast is brought to you by American Pet Professionals, otherwise known as APP, the only organization that caters to all pet professionals, helping pet entrepreneurs grow their businesses since 2009. This is a podcast where we dig in with pet entrepreneurs every week to find out what works for their pet businesses. I also created this podcast after 20 years in the pet industry to give you guys ideas, know-how, simple step-by-step strategies, and even some thought-provoking marketing concepts that you can apply to your own pet business. If you're in the pet industry 20 plus years, or if you're just starting out, you're in the right place, pet pros. Let's dig in. Welcome back to another solo episode of Digging Into the Pet Industry. I'm your host, Nancy Hassel of American Pet Professionals. So today I wanted to talk to you about creating an engaged community, building those raving fans and followers for your pet business. And this will be a somewhat short episode just to give you guys some ideas But this is a topic that kind of comes up a lot, and I am always fascinated with when I see people do a really good job with this and companies and brands that also do a really good job with it. So one of the first things that I would say to you is if you want to create that engaged community, those fans and followers of your pet business, or let's say you're a pet influencer and you have a dog that you're trying to grow on social or a cat or a duck, right? I think the first thing you really need to look at is being authentic. I know, I know this is a buzzword we've been hearing for a few years, right? But I think it is so important to be authentic. Whether you are a corporate company or a solo entrepreneur, most people can read through the lines if you're being inauthentic, right? You know what I'm talking about. If you see somebody who's posting one thing but acting another way, you know, offline, that's not being authentic. You have to be authentic, right? You have to let that authenticity shine through. And I think that's the first thing that you're going to be able to engage with somebody if you're being authentic, if you're showing your true self, whether you're posting on social media, those kind of things. Again, I know it's a buzzword, but being authentic is really going to help your brand. The next thing I would say is being trustworthy, right? Building that trust with your community is so, so, so important. Once that trust is broken from a brand or a person, it is so hard to gain that back. So you are building trust as you're putting your new business out there, putting your pet business out there, right? One of the first things I said is being authentic, right? And that's part of building that trust. So you want to be transparent in also building that trust. I think that's a really big key to your success, being transparent, letting your community know your story, how you started your business, how everything got created, what it was that inspired you, right? When things need adjusting, let's say, or your products are on back order, or perhaps an ingredient didn't come in. Just be transparent about it, right? Often we don't want to put those things out there and say, this happened, you know, our product's on back order, or I'm not going to have time to get to that. But the more transparent you are about things, your community is going to appreciate that transparency. They're going to see that authentic part of you putting out 
what is happening in the business. And I know some of those are like bumps in the road for entrepreneurs or like we want everything to be shiny and perfect. Progress over perfection, people. You have to be transparent and letting people know. Now, I'm not saying that you have to know every last little detail that's going on in your business and why you have a hiccup. You know, you just want to let them know what's going on. Say you put just launch a product and it's going bonkers well and people are ordering like crazy and your website crashed, which happens, right? You hear those stories. That's a problem you want to have. You might not think so, but it's a good problem to have. You have to let everybody know, hey, our website crashed. You guys are amazing. You crashed our website. Please give us some time to get it back up and get things going. You know, if there's a tech issue, you have to let them know. It happens to all of us. Um, So just being transparent, you know, and letting them know what's going on. And if you're a pet food treat or supplement company, I think letting people know where you have gotten your ingredients, where they're sourced from, you know, where it's made, where the product is manufactured, and I'm talking about pet food is so important. I've been reading the back of pet food ingredient labels since the early, mid, mid to late 90s. And now at the time of this podcast, AFCO just released that there's going to be new pet food label guidelines to make it easier for pet parents to understand and more transparent. And some companies do this really, really well, right? Obviously, they have to put the ingredients on the back of it, but some companies do it better than others. But I think being transparent is going to attract customers to you, whether it's with ingredients, whether if it's a hiccup going on in your business, giving that story of how you got started, I think it's really going to attract people to you versus push people away. My next tip would be be yourself. Okay, so maybe you're listening and you're like, but we're a huge company. You still have to be yourself, right? There's usually a face representing the company, a spokesperson with your company, They still have to be yourself. You can be professional, but you still want to be yourself. Think about it in this context. In the last three years, we've seen the rise of TikTok stars that were doing all these things, being authentic, building that trust, being super transparent. And the majority of those TikTok stars are the ones that started out that way. And they grew really fast, right? Because they're putting themselves out there and they're being authentic and they're being themselves. So for example, what I say about this is if you met someone on the street, are you that same person as what they see online? So what do I mean by that? So for example, if you're going to meet somebody on the street, right? Are you going to be that same person as they see online, right? There's a lot of people out there that they might put a persona online versus who they're going to meet in person. And I know it's rarer in the pet industry because, you know, we all end up talking about our pets and we all love our pets and we're passionate about that. And we are more authentic than maybe some other industries. But I really think that as you're growing in your pet business, as you're, you know, putting your story out there, as you're gaining your voice in the industry, maybe you're nervous about putting your, you know, videos out there on TikTok or uh, Instagram And you're nervous about that, but the more that you do it, the more people are going to be able to relate to you. The more they're going to be like, oh, this person is exactly the same person that I met on the street, right? If you asked me in person something, and I would be the same answer as if you asked me on a video if I was doing an Instagram Live or on one of our video shows. So be yourself. I feel like that is going to attract people to you 
to your business, to your story, so much easier than if you're trying to put that persona on. And if you are still growing and gaining that voice, that's okay too. Don't beat yourself up. Don't let imposter syndrome hold you back. But it is one of the things that I find way more refreshing when you meet somebody that is themselves online, right? One of the other things I would say to you is bring value to your community, to your customers, right? If you're somebody that's putting content out there all the time, make sure that you're bringing them value. It's not just about selling your products or your service. You want to bring them value. Try not to gatekeep everything. I feel like over the years that has gotten better, but you know, back in the day, you'd ask somebody a question about something and it was like, they didn't want to tell you how they did it. And I'm like, I'm just trying to find out like the best marketing platform you use or something super simple. So bring value to your content, you know, pet products, services you offer, how to's. Again, I'm not saying you should give away proprietary info or trade secrets or trademark things, your recipes, but you want to bring value. How you started your business, leave with the story behind your pet business and products. If you were learning about a new product, wouldn't you want to hear why it was created, what the story is behind that? How can you relate to that business owner or inventor, right? The best people that are putting the stories out there are the people that are relating. So you're going, oh, I love that story about their dog. I have a very similar story or that happened to my dog too, or my dog loves that peanut butter, whatever it is. Story and relating to your customers is an incredible way to resonate with your community right? It's like, oh, they're just like me, or I love the reason behind the creation of that product or service. So it's not just about teaching them how to do something, which I think is important, giving those how-tos, but also just bringing value. You know, this product worked really well for my dog for this. Even if it's, you know, cross-promoting another product, like, hey, we're working with this company now because we love their story. It's so similar to our products. And this is why we're now working together to create a similar product. You know, think about that. If you were at Global this past year in 2023, you might have seen some brands working together by co-creating products. And I absolutely love that. And I'm like, that's such a cool thing that they're doing that together instead of looking at each other as the big competition, right? They're helping each other out, growing their businesses together. And we're almost done. But the last couple of things I would say to you is your audience is your audience, meaning that you're going to attract the community to you and your business, right? I feel like a lot of people like to compare themselves to others, right? They wonder why that person or that business's community may be bigger than yours. It doesn't mean that because they have a bigger audience that they're more engaged, right? So let's say a huge audience of a million followers, and maybe you have 10,000 or 5,000 or 1,000 followers, but your your engagement is up there. Your audience loves your product. Your audience is always, you know, jumping in in the comments and asking questions or saying we love this or whatever it is. So just because somebody has a bigger audience doesn't mean that their audience is more engaged. And the other thing is your audience is your audience, right? So your audience may not be the same as their audience and that's okay. There is enough for everybody to go around. I fully believe that. And the last thing that I will add to this, growing your engagement, getting those raving fans and followers, is kindness. To me, this is such a big deal. So let's say, for example, if somebody's having a really rough day or a rough week, maybe it's a rough month, maybe it is a customer or somebody that you've known for a long time, 
and you end up being the person they take their bad day out on, right? Instead of meaning them with that negative energy of battling because you're feeling attacked, sometimes offering kindness can not only diffuse the situation, but also will really help the person, right? Might not, it won't hurt the situation if you are bringing kindness. Now, I'm not saying let somebody steamroll over you or be a doormat. I'm just saying offer kindness. Something as simple as, hey, is everything okay with you? Is everything that you know, going on okay, because you don't seem like yourself, you know, and being calm about it. And that could bring the person right back down to realizing that they're attacking you for no reason. And maybe they'll actually divulge some information that you can help them with. So I think being kind is always going to help you and not hurt you and will help diffuse the situation. Now, that may not work every time, right? Maybe you offered kindness, and they're just not coming back to your kindness level. But if you think about it, let's say in the context of a keyboard warrior, right? Somebody posting something negative about your product or your service, offering professional kindness is going to go a long way with your audience. And that is a whole nother podcast. And I believe I've even covered this in the past, but there's a lot more to it than that. I just really want you to think about how you handle a situation when you're thinking about your community your fans and your followers and how people are paying attention. So you don't want to have a knee jerk reaction. Or if you have a social media team handling it, you don't want to have a knee jerk reaction. Often your community will rally around you in response before you can even get to it. Why? Why would they rally around you? Because you've been authentic. You've built that trust. You were transparent. You've brought a ton of value to them. You were yourself and you offered kindness. So if you're doing all those things and you're building all of that, you are going to build a community of raving fans. Again, think about being authentic, building that trust, being transparent, bringing value to your fans, and then being yourself and offering kindness. And I just want to give a personal note about how my community rallied around my dog, Cody, at the time of this podcast and recording in August 2023. But in mid-July, he had to be rushed to um, the emergency vet. I went to my regular vet with him because he wasn't feeling well. And then we went to the emergency vet, and he had to have his spleen removed. He had to have emergency surgery. And not only were the vet staffs amazing at my regular vet and at the emergency center, down to the receptionist, incredible, incredible people, Um, my community rallied around me. Like I posted about it on Cody's social people. I don't even know, but that have been following Cody and paying attention to him. They just were incredible and amazing. And to all of those people, if any of them are listening, thank you so much. And I'm really happy to report that Cody is doing very well. Um, everything was benign and he is almost a hundred percent back to himself. So I feel like because I've done all of the things ahead, or I've tried to do all the things that I just mentioned, and I try to do them on a daily basis with my members of American Pet Professionals, with my colleagues and peers in the industry, with Cody's fan base, that it just went to show how the community rallied around myself and him to help out. So really think about that when you're building your pet business, even if you're 10, 15 years in, (laughs) that's Cody shaking in the background. Um, you know, just think about how you can do all of those things. And again, if you want to reach out to me and 
Let me know how you've been doing with all of the tips that I gave you today. Please feel free to do so. We are at American Pet Pros on Instagram. You could always send us a message and the link to that is in the show notes. And if you want to check out Cody's page, he's Cody with a C, C C-O-D-Y, the blue nose. And we will also put that in the show notes. I don't usually plug Cody's page on our podcast, but it's been a stressful few weeks and just having my community around us has been really tremendous um, in helping with dealing with everything that was going on with him. All right, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway from today's episode was. Please let us know and leave us a review. If you're new to our podcast, we'd love it if you subscribed, shared this episode, and I hope you tune in regularly to hear from our next guest and get tips, ideas, and stories about the pet industry from yours truly. Want to know more about the pet industry? Go to AmericanPetProfessionals.com. Okay, pet pros, until our next show, take care and don't forget to spend some time with your pets today.